I just wasn't expecting you to start banging teenage love affair. Like, I don't. What's I mean, going on, man? We you got your varsity s- jacket on. You trying to relive your high school days? What's up, man? Talk to me. I'm your guy. All you got to do is talk to me. I didn't even connect those two yeah, things. Yeah, like that's what I'm looking. looking. Little, I'm like, okay. Like, you know, I wouldn't went pro if I didn't pull my hamstring. I, I understand. Like, I would be in the no, league know, right now. No, I know. For I real. got you. I got the Knicks you. will be a whole different team. Probably the same team. <laughs> they probably be the same, bro. Honestly. I mean, I, would they really need Derrick Rose? I'm sure they would. Okay. I'm sure he would still have a spot. Absolutely. You wasn't feeling Teenage Love Affair? Why does Alicia Keys always do the breakdown, like, weirdo talk shit? Because Alicia, Alicia Keys is like the uh, epitome of, like, uh, like, a musical. She's like a musical artist. Like, she, all of her records feel like a musical. Like, her visuals are like, everybody, all the waitresses start dancing. You know what I mean? Like, Alicia Keys is that type of she's, artist. She is the epitome of the West Side Story. Yeah, that's what that's what Alicia Keys is. I just Legendary. feel like her flirting, and of course, we're talking about her music, not she's in a, a loving marriage right now. Yes, absolutely. But anytime she, like, flirted on a record, like, with most, or even on this teenage love affair, like, it, it was terrible. It was just the epitome of women not having games. It, was, it sounded like the voicemail <laughs> like, for, the, uh, for, for the phone. Put extra milk in your yeah, it, hot chocolate. <laughs> They usually tell me to use water. She shot that at the legendary Pan Pan in Harlem, too. Shout out to Pan Pan. And Most Def ordered a hot chocolate and fish. You know what his stomach it's was doing. Insane combo there. Speaking of Most. insane combos, uh, somebody left some crazy shit in the toilet in the men's bathroom. I that's, saw- the, that's the beautiful thing about like working in like corporate and being in office space with other people. Like the bathroom, like that's where shit goes down at or doesn't go down. Oh, that sure. toilet is fucked up in there. For sure. Somebody, I, I the somebody in here is eating way too much dairy, bro. I've heard I've heard from women some nasty things men have like texted them from their corporate job in the bathroom. Like dick like, like yeah, and like wild shit that I'm like, that's what happens in corp- corporate bathrooms. Absolutely. Like when I'm pissing, like some dude's over there beating off, it's sending, like the a, sending a vid on his <laughs> lunch break. Yeah, it's like the subway. It's like the New York subway. <laughs> but I would expect it at the subway. The subway's kind of romantic. Like, <laughs> but I mean, everybody gets off the subway and comes here. So <laughs> what you expect? To the same people. Like, teenage love affair. Abs- exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect way to tie that all in, Rory. You need to have an adult love affair. Um, Who said I don't? Well, we, we interviewed our exes on we the did. live show. We did. Had a great time, didn't we? In New York, we, a lot interviewed, of fun. we interviewed my ex mm-hmm. live behind a curtain. A lot of fun. Um, I learned some things about you, man. I she mean, said she wore you like a cashmere scarf. I still don't know what that means, but I didn't know you were so flexible. It means I'm gentle but dependable. Warm. Soft yet fashionable. Warm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. So I was worn. Yeah. I didn't know you was flexible. She said you were very flexible. Well, I, I ran track at one point. <laughs> what does that you know, you got to stretch your legs shit. Are still limber? Yeah, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. I yeah, mean, right. you know, I learned a lot about you, but um, it was a lot of fun, though. We had a lot of fun. I think the fans enjoyed that a lot. Uh, it was great feedback from that. Um, too bad we can't do that in every city because we don't have exes in every city. Well, let me speak for myself. I don't have an ex in every city. I do not. Yeah. Um, nor would I ever. That's yeah, it's no horse baby, but but we can yeah. start. We could do like we can still do fun shit with like single women. We could fly them out to these different cities. No, not <laughs> exes. You don't want to fly an ex out. No, that, I feel like that is probably taking a step it's, back. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we put them in a separate hotel. I'm oh, absolutely I'm no, a different city. I'm no longer uh, actively sleeping with a woman that was interviewed. It had been a long time. Yeah, I didn't think she was going to reveal some of the things that she revealed, mm-hmm. um, and some of the secrets that that I had had about you know certain group chats and. Mm-hmm group sex and I didn't think she was going to tell Sony Hall that yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. I mean we're all a family that's God, the thing about our live shows it's all family God is still working on me yeah I'm not my past me too um, he, I'm, I'm a 
I'm a work in progress. Uh, you know, it was good to 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 see and hear from a lady I used to date. She's she's looks great. She's doing well. You know, so she sounded um, and you know, this is gonna be funny coming from me, but it's just how us white people think. Mm-hmm. I did expect her to sound the way she sounded. Yeah, little little. Which little. which block in the Heights is she from? <laughs> not 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 too far uptown in the Heights. Okay, but close. She's like in the, the early seventies, one seventy one. Yeah, ninety ninety six around okay. there. Yeah. All right, not too bad. Yeah. But no, she kind of held it down for you, I feel like. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm trying to know, look through the questions I asked and, and kind of her answers. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I don't, I, I haven't dated any women that, you know, like I said, it, it was left off on too bad of terms. Like, it's, it's still like all love and respect there. Mm-hmm. Some, some, some hate me for reasons outside of my control, but, you know, for the most part, for my end, it's still all love and respect. Well, no, the funny one she did say, which, I mean, we should put up some highlights soon on, on YouTube. And we will. Uh, the most insecure thing you ever did was you turn the Beats pill off uh, when an unreleased Dave East record was playing and she knew the lyrics. Yeah, I just didn't understand how she knew the lyrics to that record. Because it wasn't out, right? Yeah, it wasn't out yet. And it was just like, all right, we're not doing that. You know, what, what shout was out the, to Dave, though. You know, what I was the feedback after like he sent you the unreleased? Like, yo, Mo, let me know what you think. Did no, you give him feedback? No, he didn't send me the unreleased. He sent her the unreleased. Oh, and she oh she started playing yeah. it. Yeah. You tried to Shazam it and yeah, it wasn't and out. I was just like, yo, how you even know these bars? Like, nah, cut that off. We're not doing that. I know what that means. That's a personal a personal uh folder you have in your phone. After the LA show, we uh went back to the Mondrian and had, you know, it was it was late and LA is in Italy. Now we can't stay there no more because now you had fans showing up. <laughs> I did not have any fans show up. No, you did. I had nothing to do with that. No, you did. You told the whole world where we were staying. <laughs> she showed up. What do you mean? That's your fault. So the Mondrian, it was, it's been great. We will not be uh, using your services no. or your, your beds anymore. It's been a, a great it's run with you guys. It's been a hell of a run, but we won't be yeah. there anymore. No. We'll be down the block. Yeah. At, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right down the road. Don't worry uh, about it. Well, yeah, that was odd. Yeah. That fan coming back and getting in the elevator. I'm glad it was just one because it could have been more. I just assumed she was with y'all. We all assumed she was with one of us. Like everybody just assumed. Like I thought she was. I thought she was with you. No, she wasn't with any of us. And at the show, at when we did like the after meet and greet shit, she, I thought she worked for the venue. She was taking pictures like a professional. Yeah, she. Uh, she's like, don't she, work for her. Right? A, I'll get you these prints soon. I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, she did a wardrobe change because she, and then she like put the merch on, and I thought it was a whole different person. And she came and took another picture with me. I was like, wait, I just saw you with a whole different setup on, and then she ended up at the hotel lobby. Yeah, I was just like, oh, okay, well, I, I see what's happening. Well, the people that were invited um, did bring some pluses, mm-hmm. and uh, I haven't interacted in a long time with like just strange women, like in a casual setting, mm-hmm. where like you just really get to know things about people that you've never met, mm-hmm. and probably wouldn't speak to had you not been in this predicament at the moment. Right. It's fucking weird out there now. Carl can attest. Carl was there with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought one, I thought these women were in their mid thirties. They were like twenty two. Which is a red flag right away. Yeah. <laughs> you, we, we know that off top. Shout out to all the 22 years, but yeah, it's a red flag. We were very young, which threw me off. Mm-hmm. And then as I felt like the vibe was getting kind of cool and people were chilling, music was playing. At that point, food had came. One of the, the, the women I was talking to on a completely platonic level looks over at me very close to my face and says, have you ever had an abortion? Um... Know, it was that same. It was the same silence that yeah, I had. I, I know what she was asking. <laughs> Thank God, no one could hear it over the party next door. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know, heard it. I know what it, she was asking. She was asking also, has a woman ever had an abortion for you? 
But she just didn't word it. Right? Okay, I'm. I know what she meant. Yeah, I know exactly but what it she just meant. Sound nuts. Her asking, have you ever had an abortion? I know what she meant yeah. when she said it. Mm-hmm. Why are you asking me that? Yeah, why is that weird. in your head? Right what? Now? Wait, like, what is going I on? I think she was. I think she was like, you know, just trying to start a deeper conversation with you. You know what I mean? I think she was trying to tap into you emotionally a little bit. This is where I beg for women to ask me my sign first. Yeah, it's like we could we could keep it let's, surface. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's go with let's go with astrology level. that yeah, I don't yeah. believe in. Let's go surface level shit. What kind, what type of food do I like? You know, what type of dessert do I like? What what do I usually order when I go to restaurants? Like what type of wine? White, what's what's your white? name? Yeah, I don't even that, think we got that far. Yeah, yeah. That what's your name? You know, how old are you? Things like that. And I didn't know how to answer her because then I was like, well, is she like fresh from one? Yeah. Like, did she go from there to here? And then you don't know what, what type of emotion that will bring up in her. And I'm pro-choice. It's yeah. your choice. It's a woman's body. Mm-hmm. But I also, that I have a pro-choice to not answer you about yeah. abortion things. <laughs> it's, it's definitely it's, your it's, choice. It's, it's my, my no, mouth, it's, my choice. It's absolutely your choice. Your mouth, your choice. Um, I, you didn't have to answer that. I don't think you should have answered that. Oh, I did not. And it's nobody's business, Rory. I did, I did like an in-person LOL. Like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like you don't really laugh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, let's just add this uh, to the end gotta, of the sentence. You gotta ra- slap her leg. Like ah, like come on, man. Don't My ask thing no is, where like does that. she go from the answer? Like if you said yeah or no, where is she gonna take the rest of the conversation? Uh, maybe she wanted details. Like, did you go half? Uh, did you go with her to the clinic? Did you say, hey, get rid of that shit, or hey? That's not mine. All I of that is inappropriate. She shouldn't ask that. That's just way too like personal shit to be asking somebody the first day you meet them, the first hour you meet them. Yeah, I mean, I heard a fence. The food was Domino's pizza, so like the the bar wasn't too high in the room. Yeah, um, it was chill vibes. It wasn't nothing too crazy. Everybody was chilling. It was. It was relaxing. interesting, but it was a good night. Um, great show in L.A. The energy was really good. Saw a lot of faces uh, that I recognized from before previous shows mm. um a lot of new fans a lot of new people came out to see us it was a great time i, had I didn't, a real good time i didn't tell you about my experience flying from i didn't tell any of y'all flying from new york to la my flight was delayed six hours yeah the rain yeah finally got on the plane we sat for two hours the guy in front of me i just assumed he was really fucked up he was berating every single flight attendant screaming like i want to see the the red coat. I didn't even know what the red coats was. I thought we was wa- he was watching the Patriot yeah. on the shit. He said, <laughs> yeah. "I need to see the red coat," and yeah. I'm looking around and everyone. What's the, the military what's, what's was showing the red, up? What's the red coat? Yeah. There's like a manager on a plane yep. that like wears a red coat. Mm-hmm. Never seen him. Mm-hmm. That must be. I'm in the back of the plane. That must be the red coat. Usually at the, the uh, the, they're usually at the gate when you when you check when you walking into the uh, to boarding the plane. So he was going like he was going crazy in that plane, annoying the fuck out of everybody mm-hmm. because everyone we've all been sitting here for four hours before mm-hmm. like dog come on we're, we're all in the same predicament right now stop being an asshole to two women on top of that as flight attendants you know what i never understood when people go crazy on flights being delayed when it's weather related mm-hmm. like what the, what the fuck can anybody in this airport do like you want them well, to stop the weather like what well, they were he was berating the flight attendants as if they could do something and he was like well can i get like a free drink or something Sir, just say sir, you want a free drink. Just say I'm an alcoholic and, and I need some alcohol. Said, sir, you're in first class. Right. The drinks are free. The, the, Do you, and, would you like a drink? Yeah. Like, just relax. So then we finally get on the tarmac. We were first in line. They, they let us skip. We get on the tarmac. He refuses to put his fucking bed shit up. Mm-hmm. So now not only have we been delayed this long, this asshole, when we're about to take off, refuses to put his seat up because mm-hmm. we were delayed and he thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. So... 
the flight attendant then comes. It's like, hey, you need to put the seat up. Like, we're going to have to go back to the gate. You realize we just got straight to the runway. They put us in front. Mm -hmm. He then grabs her wrist, and I was the closest one there. So I grabbed him, and then the other flight attendant went to get the pilot. I'm like, oh, this flight's getting canceled. <laughs> like, we just waited six hours for me to have to go back to my crib. Yeah. So the pilot comes out and is like, all right, is this going to be a problem? Because I could tell the pilot was like, dog, I'm trying to get the fuck out of yeah, here too. Yeah. Are you going to sit there? And be quiet. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I don't know if he was just like a super misogynist. He listened to that pilot right away. He was like, yes, I'll sit here. I'll buckle up. I'll put it up. Yeah. We start flying. Uh, fasten seatbelt comes off. He loses his phone in the shit. In the seat. So now he's literally trying to tear apart a whole first class seat. And he's slamming his fucking uh, <laughs> overhead staring at me like, yeah, you grabbed me, but I can slam yeah, an overhead. Yeah. <laughs> Then he slams the overhead. It doesn't shut because he hit it too hard. His bag falls on him. And I say when the whole plane just starts dying laughing at him. Good. Then he starts taking pills out of his bag. And I'm like, oh, he's pilled up. Takes uh, the pills. He knocks out. Mm -hmm. Don't hear from him. We wake up. Or he wakes up, pardon, when we land. Turns around, looks at me like he had never seen me a day in his life. And goes, where are we? I said, we're in L.A. I said, <laughs> why am I in L.A.? I said, I don't know, sir. So clearly... <laughs> I, I do want to shoot him some bell. Clearly, the pills that he took was something he needed because yeah. that knocked him out and brought him kind of back to where the fuck he was. He brought was, him back to New York. He was, <laughs> he was clearly having a, yeah, a manic episode. That's Queens. 100% true. Yeah. It was a very strange experience. The, the, the flying is always interesting because you never know who you're going to, you know, see or be on the plane with. I remember uh, coming back from LA the last time we were there, there was somebody sitting in front of me and he was like, I don't, I don't know what the term is, but he had like, he was really like, it wasn't anxiety. He mm -hmm. had like a, a, he was cursing. He was banging on the fucking, like he, he was mad that whenever he tapped the screen to, to change the movie, I guess it wasn't like picking up his thumb, his thumbprint. Uh -huh. So he started punching it. <laughs> then he got, he got agitated at the dude, the sure one dude in front me? of us. No, no, it wasn't you. <laughs> it was one dude in front of us that kept like slamming, like he kept getting something out of his bag and closing mm -hmm. it. He started cursing at that dude. He keeps slamming the fucking overhead. Like, so I was like, okay, this dude is a little, and his wife was sitting right next to him. I saw she was trying to calm him down and he was taking pills throughout the fight. So it's just always like a movie within a movie. Like you watching a movie, but then you watching the people around you, you seeing what they get, you know, type of people they are. And like, you're, you're guarded by the idea of this being federal and the worst federal crime that could possibly <clears throat> happen is when you're in an airport or yeah. on an airplane. Mm -hmm. So all that anger is like, Where's it going? Because yeah. you can't do you, you can't, can't do nothing. You can't touch someone wrong. Yeah. That's why the, when he grabbed that flight attendant's wrist and then I grabbed his to get it off. Yeah. I was like, oh, this this flight is over. Yeah. Like, there's no way. And sometimes there's crime. air marshals on the flights, <laughs> which I was expecting yeah. at some point. Sometimes air marshals on the flights, and you hope that you're not on a flight where air marshal has to detain somebody because then the flight's not going nowhere. No. no Especially way. if you didn't take off yet, the flight's not going. Or nowhere. you're fucking landing in Chattanooga. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> terrible. But um, yeah, man, L.A. was a great time. L.A. was a great time. Had a lot of fun. Saw some old friends. Um, shout out to everybody that came out to the show. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of people that came out. Dre the dressing room was a, was a, it was a vibe. Yeah, it was, it was a lot was of people. I finally, I finally met Ari, Ari yes. Lennox. She has some uh, interesting words for me, but it's all love. She, she, for some reason, I, Ari felt like I, like I said some things about her before that she didn't like, and I, I, I swear I don't remember ever so seeing anything about Ari. I don't either, and this this has been a thing for a little while. And Ari's a dear friend of mine. I, I do love and care mm -hmm. about her. 
I've explained to her, I was like, I don't remember and I could be wrong. Yeah. But if I find the clip, sure. I don't <laughs> yeah, remember I don't, ever saying a bad I word. I don't remember ever saying about anything you. about Ari. Um, and then she, you know, she told me, she was like, oh, I thought you were an, an asshole. Like, you're such a nice guy. Yeah. I was like, you thought I was an asshole? Like, <laughs> damn. Like, but we spoke and it's all love. Shout out I'm to Ari. I'm way less of an asshole than the person that you like that, that yeah, is an I'm asshole. Like, wait, I'm the asshole? My co-host yeah, is I'm way like, bigger dick. I'm like, Rory's the asshole, but okay, whatever. But yeah, she's great, man. We we spoke and uh, we laughed about the whole thing. And I, I thanked her for coming out and she she enjoyed the show. She said we did a great job. So Yeah, it was good. I'm, I'm shout glad out to she Ari. came out. Uh, it was it was rappy in there too. Reason, Boogie. We're just name dropping here at this yeah. point. Obviously, Guru. The family. Stage. It, was, it was a lot. The fam. The fam came out to support. It was It was industry. Yeah. I just admit, I, I'm industry now. Like, if you're Can't not industry, it. don't come in my green room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds crazy, but I understand what you mean. Like, yeah, no, it, it, that, it is what it is. But it's a, it's a different type of industry. It's like the, the, the people that we really, really fuck with. Yeah, they're artists and, you know, things of that, you know, executives, producers and stuff. But they're like the, the cool of that the down to earth people yeah like they're not too strong on strung out on themselves they're not too into themselves like the conversations that we have is just like i would they would never speak like that with anybody else oh no you know what i mean it's, so it's, it's like it's a different it's a different uh relationship it's a different type sure. of relationship but we had a lot of fun man shout out to la shout out to all the people that came out it was a great time uh the last la thing i will say i did go to a club for the first time in a while mm-hmm. but i went to like the white night at poppy it wasn't like it was like a lot of EDM and like white college yeah, girls yeah, that probably go to UCLA. Go to the oh. same night as you. No. But different times. I got the I was in the early crowd. You no, can come you later. went to Bootsies. That was Bootsies. I went to Bootsies. I'm right. Not Poppy. I, right. I went to Poppy. No, shit. I didn't go to Poppy. I just yeah. want to know like, we talk about frontline workers and first responders and all that. We mm-hmm. never discuss the Uber drivers at 4 a.m. that pull up to the club. Yes. Like they're, to me, first responders. They deserve the same, the flyover from the Jets mm-hmm. at, at football games. Like we need to add in Uber drivers for drunk kids at 4 a.m. I don't know how taxi cab confessions or like Uber confessions isn't a thing on HBO because I'm sure there's some like gold content 100%. in those Ubers at night leaving the club with like privileged rich kids going back into the hills. Like you have to film that. Like how how is how is HBO not filming this? Well, because I feel like most of the footage would be them throwing up in the back seat, but. I want to watch. <laughs> I love to see rich, privileged kids cursing the drive and then, out in. And then, sir, can you pull over, please? <laughs> like, and then Blake threw up. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that. I would laugh at that shit. And then Connor stepped in it. Yeah, it was. It, it was. Um, I got. To, I got there after you left. It was. Uh, it was definitely interesting to see like all of those kids outside waiting for their Ubers after and getting pissed when the Uber driver couldn't find where they were standing on the sidewalk. And it was just like, your car is literally 30 feet away. You can just walk to your car. No, they want the car to reverse and come back to the front. I was just like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, man, we had a good time in L.A. L.A. was great, man. Um, I guess some shit did happen while we were there. We shot a, uh, an episode with uh, Guru and Hop. Yeah, which people seem to like. It was definitely some nerd, nerd yeah. talk, but I like that type of nerd great talk. Great conversation. Uh, Sirius XM. Shout out to Sirius XM and L.A. They opened their studios for us. And uh, welcomed us there. Um, they, I mean, they lighted me like a ghost, but yeah. Other than that, that was that was that was that was. <laughs> I Carl, never knew I could get lighter. Carl that. got to take some of that blame. Nah, no, Carl does have to take some blame. Carl, you could put a filter on that camera, something, bro. You're that right. that lighting on Rory was like nuts. Put, put some nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, like Rory's, he's white, but that was like that was like different level white. That was like, yo, this guy doesn't leave the house. I'm not even that white in December. Yeah, that like, was crazy. That was absolutely not. Even Guru was like, 
three shades lighter. Yeah, I was like, what the up. fuck? Only me and Hop looked normal because we had hats on. So yeah. we kind of the shade, the, the light was kind of being blocked yo, out I of our faces. Turn it down. He was like, "Yo, I'm not the lighting guy. I just know the presets." And I was just like, "Was pr- preset pasty? Yeah. Is that what it was? It was a pastel. Yeah, that's not. It was pastel <laughs> white. Preset pigmently challenged. Yeah, it was. It was. It was that. That lighting was crazy. They had my guy Rory looking crazy, but it was a a, a dope conversation. Uh, and I was mad because when me and Hop left, we went to Hop Studio right down the block, and he told me off camera. He was like, "Damn, I forgot to bring up on on camera." The Black Album was actually the last time he worked with Jay. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, that was that. That was the um, last time that Hop worked with Jay on a, on a, um, on the album. Was that for a particular reason? I'm not sure. I didn't ask him. Like I mean, we didn't really get into it. Hop's plate definitely got super yeah, full after that. We didn't. We didn't get into it. But he was like, he was like, yeah, he was like, you know, he said, like, yeah, I, I totally forgot. Like that's the last time I worked on a on an album with Jay. So I was like, damn, you know, I I didn't realize that, but. Either way, it was a um, great conversation. Um, thanks to Guru. Thanks to Hop for taking time to come sit and kick it with us. And uh, I, I would like to do more of that. Oh, yeah. Know, especially absolutely. with them because they have so many projects and artists and, and stuff that they worked with and, and, and shit that they worked on that they're like the encyclopedias of hip-hop. Like, Hell me yeah. and Hop was in the studio talking about so much shit. And it was just like, you know, I was, you know, watching your big brother from afar, you don't realize how much shit he's done because Hop is the most down-to-earth humble dude yeah. you'll ever meet and then you know he, he start talking about projects he did and playing the record he like yeah you know i and our dad i'm like what like i totally forgot about that um so yeah we got to sit down and make sure we talk to like people in the culture like that like the real encyclopedias the people that most most people may not know but they play a very intricate role in a lot of the the art and the things that we love and some of the legendary pieces of material that we have in our culture and I, I even like the idea, not to say that this was uh, like preconceived that we were like we were going to do the Black Album with Hop and mm-hmm. Guru. I do think focusing on certain albums every now and then, yeah. and like just doing certain episodes dedicated, even if it's not an anniversary. Yeah. Like just if we have someone that's in the, the space that mm-hmm. was so intricate the way an engineer and AR can be right. with an album. that I think that's a cool series that we could add to the shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we've said, we're, we're doing shit on the fly, seeing what works. And I think that's something in the future. Yeah. We find an album we love, find a person that and just dissect cool with it with the just, people that that's that's that really episode. There. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially when you have people with uh, you know, as much history in the relationship that Hop and Guru have. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I said, they you know, they go way back sharing, you know, motels in Manhattan just to shower to get back to the studio. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That type of shit you don't see anymore. Um so yeah, shout out to Hop, shout out to Guru. That was a great episode, great conversation. And uh, I look forward to doing more shit like that. Yeah. You stayed in LA a little longer. Certain reason, like it was a girl or something, like no, just mm. flights. Oh, it's, it's miss the flights. Flight. Oh, I hate the flights. Yeah, it's miss the flights. flights. You know, yeah. I hate flying in like the day we gotta work or record. I hate that. Well, you should have told her that. No, it, there was no her. Like I literally <laughs> missed the fucking. It was my first time flying out of American, uh, out of LAX, so I wasn't familiar with the the terminal. You, we usually fly Delta, and it was just you know, I went to this kiosk and it was a bunch of people at the kiosk waiting to get their bag tags. Then by the time I got my bag tag, it said I had to see an agent. Listen, man. I got to walk to the other end of the terminal to see the agent. He was in a quality spooning, and she said, babe, can you stay another night? No, absolutely not. I was all packed, ready to get out of L.A. He was packed to the her. airport. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't packing anybody. <laughs> I was ready to leave, and I had to get back on that shuttle to get back to the Uber parking lot. That shit was terrible, bro. Well, you, at least you saw her after, though, when you missed the flight, right? No. No, I, I, I literally— So you're admitting there is a her? I, there's no her. I literally watched the uh, Laker game. Lakers and Bucks, got something to eat, 
took a quick nap. I had to be at the airport at 4 a.m., so it wasn't like Oh, a, but she got a car, so she drove you, so it's easier. <laughs> Rory is a fucking idiot, man. It was just no her. I'm trying, man. <laughs> I know what, you what you're trying. It's, it was no her, um, but yeah, I had to spend a few more hours in L.A. than I had wished to, but it's all good. Well, some shit happened. I guess we have to go back to it. Not that part two of the yay shit <clears throat> was too much crazier than the other thing other than him exploiting backpack rap, which I think is fucking hysterical. Mm-hmm. And Tried to tell y'all, man, it was a troll all along, and nobody would listen to me. It was like, no, he was, I said, bro, two two polo shirts on at the same time is a troll. And I A said, Louis I said Vuitton backpack and saying you're with the backpackers, that's a troll. Backpackers are Jan Sports. I know. You know, Kipling's maybe. Kipling's if you want to be like, oh, he got a little style to him. I mean... But you would see like Buckshot and them dressing in some some Gucci every now and then. Yeah, they but were they're considered back. They backpack with guns. Yes, <laughs> they have guns in their yeah, backpack. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just knew Kanye was trolling all along. Like he that that was never. I never took any of that serious. But it was interesting to see him like finally say it on camera. It's fun. I, I was mad at it because I I myself am a, a backpacker, mm-hmm. and it was like, damn, that kind of sucks that like he was really using them, but. Backpacking used Kanye. Like, I feel like that kind of bridged they the gap benefited. between a lot of yeah. shit. Like, mm-hmm. even from, like, the Quali, Slum Village, and all them, like, I feel like he brought that sound kind of into the mainstream, too. So, as much as I was like, damn, that's corny that, like, he's shitting on them. Like, I would never fuck with back. I was listening to fucking No Limit. I wasn't trying to hear that shit. That was just the only people that would fuck with me. Yeah. I get it, but I guess it bridged, bridged it. Because College Dropout, to me, is, is the perfect mix of Rockefeller mainstream and backpack rap together. Mm-hmm. Palatable backpack rap. It worked. So, it definitely worked. I guess I'll, I'll take the troll. Everyone yeah, used no, it, everyone it, in, that, it in that regard. Yeah, <laughs> it, it absolutely worked. Um, but again, it was just interesting to see him at, um, admit it and speak about it and just confirm what I knew all along. Like, bro, come on. Two two shirts on it. Two collar shirts on at the same time. Come on, I mean, that's, that's true. I used to wear basketball shorts under my jeans. So who the fuck am I to no, say two are, polos? Those were nasty times, though. Like that, <laughs> those times were just like, I don't know what we were doing. We were just nasty. Uh, we were being prepared. For what? It's like, God said, yo, no, in case I spend a night, I'm like, so you just might randomly sleep at somebody else's house, so you need like basketball shorts? No, well, I was young at the time when I was doing that. When that era, yeah, I, no, was young, I was young. I was, I was like, oh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get a game in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then put your jeans back my, on over those sweaty ass shorts. Oh, we were some nasty little dudes, man. What? When you was a kid, there was no showers after you, no. like, you literally put all your same shit back on, and then you went home in the cold. Or you, or you, or you let the sweat dry on you. Now you got sweat stains on your forehead. Yeah. You look nasty all on your on your back of your head, and we were just nasty little kids, man. I could see how my mom used to get mad whenever I came back in the house Throwing after the, being out all day. The beanie on after you nasty. ran a full court, just disgusting, <laughs> just nasty kids, man. But yeah, um, I didn't watch the full uh, second part, but I saw uh, bits and pieces of it, little clips online. Um, but I'm gonna check it out because I heard it was some 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 good conversation in there too. Well, we can get past the elephant in the room. Tell tell us about squashing the beef between uh between Ye and Drake. Um, that's funny. Uh, I like I like it. I figured uh once uh Jay Prince stepped into the situation that it, um things would uh be settled. And being just being honest, the, the beef between Kanye and Drake is um. I don't want to say it's dumb, but it was kind of like, all right, what is this about again? You know what I mean? It, it, it kind of started to get to that point, like, what exactly is the issue? And then, you know, Kanye spoke on it, and he was like, he felt, you know, Drake was alluding to some things, or he wasn't being clear on certain things. And it's like, 
okay, but is that a beef? Like, why not just no. speak to him? Like, no, what it is is, have you ever thought some shit and maybe been wrong about it? But we already beefing, so now we just got to keep going. We just got to we got to go now. This I is just it. what it, yeah, this but, is just is what it is now. But when you're two when you're two big brands, you know, the caliber of Drake and Kanye, you can't fall into dumb shit like that. Like that type of shit, you just have to ignore or. Y'all, y'all know each other personally. Y'all have to have that conversation and be like, "Yo, like, what's going on? Am I like, I'm sensing something? Is there something like going on like that I don't know about?" But to let it drag out the way it did for you know as many years as it's been, um, it just was. It got to the point where it was. I'm, I'm glad they, they, they hashed that out because it kind of got stale. It was like, "What are y'all beefing about, really?" Do you think that they? F- this is just my, my theory in my head. Not to say I believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Do you think because the response? to Donda and to CLB was good but not great or lopsided or anything, it kind of got the same response. And I'm not saying a bad or good. It just kind of got the same regular response. Do you think if it had been lopsided, Mm -hmm. there would be peace here? Because I think if CLB would have been drastically better than Donda or Donda would have been drastically better than CLB, which people can argue, I'm just saying the general response. Yeah. there, there There would not be this like crazy shit because because when scorpion and yay went out yeah clearly yay was a pile of shit mm-hmm. and scorpion was cool mm-hmm. not drake's best but it was a good album mm-hmm. this was just kind of the same response to me i feel like so now it's like what are we beefing like we're both on the same level now <laughs> yeah I, I think i think that it may it may be some of that i don't i don't think it's much to that um donda is a whole different type of sound different type of project than clb uh, but CLB, you know, is Drake. It did the numbers that it was supposed to do. But you could have drastically different albums and get the same response. Like, I'll put it this way. I think when Solange put out Seat at the Table, it mm-hmm. did have a similar impact response the way Summer did with Over It. Like, two completely different albums, but the response and impact that they had were about the same. And I'm saying with CLB and Donda, the impact and response was, it was just like, all right, cool. No one had a, a, a lopsided shit where they could say, yo, my album just shitted on yours. Because they was doing the back and forth fucking when we're going to put it out battle shit. Mm-hmm. And no one won. <laughs> there was no yeah. winner. I, I think that, like I said, I think it's some to that. I think it's more so like, you know, just the brands are so big. Um, and it's, it, the, the, the beef is really not that serious. So it's like, yo, let's just put this shit behind us. Mm. 2022 is coming. You know, performance venues are back open. I think they see the bigger picture, um, you know, and then Jay Prince set, stepping in and them really trying to do something monumental as far as for the Hoover family. Yeah, for sure. And um, trying to help, you know, with that situation. I just think that it's, a, it's, it's, you know, put their ego to the side and let's hash this out. Y'all are too, too big to be beefing. Like y'all are too, the brands are too powerful. Um, and it's, it's the things that y'all can do together. I agree. Is this beef is 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 not worth stopping any of that from happening? So I'm glad to see them, and they were really friends at one point. You know oh, what I sure. mean? So I'm glad to see them get past that and put that behind them. Um, it's gonna be dope to see. Uh, you know, if they get this concert to happen, I believe Jay Prince said December 9th. something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm thinking at the Crypto Center, or is it? I'm thinking they go SoFi Stadium with this one. Ah, uh, yeah. That would be the way to go. I don't. I think the, I think the, the staple center might be too small for this. It's uh, the, I'm sorry, it's the Crypto.com uh, center. Well, it, w- it will be named at Christmas, I believe. So we, we're still calling the staple center. Crypto.com is a nasty name for a, uh, a, a, an arena. 
I think I, that's just terrible. Big crip. But yeah, like, come on, but, in the city. But here's yeah. the thing, though. I was thinking about it. I was like, damn, Staples Center. Like, that was such a iconic I love that name. name. Yeah. But then I started thinking, like, when was the last time you went to Staples? They can't afford this rent. That's 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 true. <laughs> that's a, that is true. Like, I was like, damn, I have not been to Staples in about a decade. That's true, but it's, it's some other Back people Back to school that, shopping is getting a laptop and putting your kid on Zoom. That's yeah. the Zoom Center now. You know, I get it. I, I think the Staples, as far as Staples, yeah, it's, that's... That's like going to like Kinko's at this point. Yeah. But um, Crypto.com is just a nasty it's name. It's a terrible name. Yeah. It's just like, how do you brand that? Like, I just don't know. But What would have been a better brand? Uh, well, God. Um, <laughs> where, did that, where did that come from? Yeah. What would have been a better brand? Um, I don't know. Maybe something more California. Uh, here, Here's the thing. I would love. I would have loved. I'm not mad at that. If Crypto. Because, of course, that's how so many stadiums make their actual money is off sponsorships and what's yeah. named and all that shit. Mm-hmm. If there was some way to make that shit, the Kobe Bryant arena brought mm-hmm. to you by crypto. Like, mm-hmm. somehow that we could just call that the Kobe. Like, the, Mamba, like, like yeah. that would be ill if crypto would have done that. Mm-hmm. It still could have been presented by crypto or yeah. every sign says crypto. But somehow it's Mamba or it's yeah. Kobe Center. I yeah, think would have been the ill way to do and that. And they may have some amazing things I'm sure. in store as far as branding and, you know, marketing and stuff like that. But uh, just the name Crypto.com is... Dot I, com I in, in a name is Yeah, fucking... I, I just don't... I don't I don't know, man. Did you go to the site? Did I go where? To, to the, the site? site? No. Oh, marketing I, didn't work then? No, absolutely not. Um, It's still the, it's still the Staples Center as far as I'm concerned. Like, it, it'll always be the Staples Center. But, yeah, $700 million, They paid that tab for that name, so... That's going to be rough. Because, I, I mean, I've... Never been to a Laker game, but I have been in the Staples Center for stuff. I do see Bloods there from time to time. Like oh, It must this. be rough in the group chat to be like, yo, where are you about to go link? Crypto? Big, big Crip. <laughs> <laughs> you are stupid, man. <laughs> you are stupid. Going to the Big I'm Crip? I'm joking, dog. I've, I have nothing to do with game Nipsey, I'm, a, man. I'm a civilian. I love all gangs. Yeah, but I think I think that they would have to do that concert at the SoFi Stadium. I yeah. Think they would have to. It's, it's, a, it's a bigger... It holds more people. And then obviously you can put... Um, Seats on the field, you know what I mean? Things like that. So, yeah, they, I think they have to do it there. I would say do it on all that land Kanye has in Wyoming, but I think with the recent stuff going on, building out a whole new stage with security, proper safety precautions probably ain't the time. And I think that's asking Drake to go too much into Kanye's world. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like going to Wyoming, that's like a that's like a Kanye thing. Well, he did. That's how this whole thing started. He went to Wyoming and said, hey, look at my child. No. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. The funniest shit I don't and I don't see anybody talking about it online. The funniest shit to me about that picture that they took was Kanye wearing a VIP laminate to walk around Drake's house. Hysterical. I'm like, fam, no, why I, do you have this? I zoomed in to see if Jay Prince had one. What? No, <laughs> no, Jay Prince absolutely does not have a VIP laminate to walk around Drake, Drake's house. That, that was just funny to me. Like they well, made Kanye wear a VIP laminate. In Kanye's defense, Drake walked around his own crib in a ski mask. And did TikTok dances, so. But that's your crib. You can do what the fuck you want. You can wear every chain in the house. Exactly. But, but making Kanye wear a VIP pass. I'm just saying, like wearing, nobody knows who Kanye is. Wearing a ski mask in your own crib, which I'm sure you have some of the highest level security of all time. Like, did you send out a memo? Like, yo, I'm gonna shoot some TikTok dances today in a ski mask, and I'm gonna look like I'm about to rob my own crib. <laughs> I hope that was random. I hope I hope it wasn't like a thought out execution like that. Like, I hope that was just some random shit he did. Because that was just weird. It was a whole music video. It worked. 
Right foot, left, it, left it, foot, right. It worked. It worked. I didn't understand what he was doing with it. I don't. I didn't think Drake needed that type of song at the time, but it worked. It, it absolutely did. worked. It fit the times. We're on side. Yeah. Um, all right, so what do you think happens next? Just so we can get off Drake and Kanye, because I'm, um, I'm such a hypocrite that I've said I'm so fucking tired of talking about this yet. Just well, music, here I am. music actually, absolutely happens. Uh, the concert happens. I don't know if it happened as soon as December 9th, but I think it happens at some point. Um, but most importantly, I think that we get music. Which is to me, you know, that's all I'm. I care about is just, just give us good music. I think at the show, if it happens, we get an announcement of a joint project that will be a pump fake. You don't think it actually happened? No, I think we will get an announcement or some type of alluding that this project can happen because they're both two very sensitive artists. I don't mean that in a, a negative way at all. Artists are sensitive. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's why they're so great. Mm -hmm. Two very sensitive artists. I think their emotions go there's really no middle ground it's either all the way mm -hmm. all or nothing right and i think they went all the way on the beef side they're about to get all the way on the i love you side and i think we're gonna I don't get think they i think we're gonna get, i think we're beef. gonna get the, the love fest he took all his fucking adidas shoes and yeezy stuff from his house drove his golf cart down the street and threw it on his lawn it's what ex-girlfriends do <laughs> so you think that was like going all the way and then the and then went on a travis scott record and said he bust a left <laughs> Yeah, but nothing never happened. Like that's I'm, my thing. I'm glad like, you know, nothing never yeah, happened. So, I love so, both of them. So that's what I mean. Like it was just it, I, again, it was it was a personal thing because they they are they have a real relationship with we're, each other. We're gonna get the love fest. Yeah. Now it's gonna be annoying how much they love each other. <laughs> but I, I I'll take that any day sure. over like you know just get, really just give me some good music. Yeah. You and just I give me good music. People that love glow. Yeah. Like exactly. I love glow. <laughs> I loved it. So give me some, give me more of that. Give me some great music. Give us some some great visuals. Uh. And maybe even collab on a, a, a sneaker or two. Why not? Yeah. Go all the way there with it. Fuck it. Why not? Um, I guess we could stay in that that, that range real quick. Because um, I guess title has something to do with it. Did you see the new title news? Um, About them paying the, the artists and the creatives out? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I and saw then that. Also, 10% uh, of, of that income will go to the artist that you stream the most. Mm -hmm. Which I'm not going to say... They stole our idea because I'm happy they did. Mm -hmm. But we've been talking about that shit for five fucking years. Yeah. Like, why the fuck is the artist I stream the most not getting all of my money? Right. <laughs> yeah. I think th th this is titled uh, probably knocking down a, a different door in this in this streaming space. It's a good start. It's a, it's a real good start. Um, and I'm saying a lot of artists are, are really happy about this. Yeah, because I mean, <clears throat> and that that just shows you how important your core fan base can get. Like. For example, we'll use Griselda, guys, because that's just a good example, and that's our people. Mm -hmm. If they could get a majority of the money of the people that have signed up for a streaming service mm -hmm. that are mostly just listening to the fucking 25 albums that they put out all the time, mm -hmm. now a core fan base is more profitable than maybe I'll pop up on a playlist today. Yeah. It's, it's changing somewhat of the payola game where you have to get in a certain algorithm with playlists. Not to say it won't help, because mm -hmm. eventually that will build somewhat of a core, but now I can really focus on the people that like this type of music that I make, and I don't have to go try weird shit and, right. and kind of alienate them. Mm -hmm. I can find a way where I get that direct income via the streaming, the way I used to, the way Nipsey would put out the $100 mixtape. Right. I'm going to go right to my people and mm -hmm. get the money from them. Right. Streaming kind of took that shit away. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think it's a it's a great move. It's a great uh, start. 
Hopefully it's the start of a domino effect with other streaming platforms. Um, and again, it's just titled, you know, being brave enough to step out there and say, this is the right thing to do. And, you know, hopefully all other streaming platforms follow suit and start to do the same. Pay these artists out more money um, because seeing some of these streaming numbers with artists have to stream to make, you know, a hundred thousand dollars is, is insane. It's insane. Fucking billion streams. Yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy. Um, and not to say that that 10% is going to be a lot because they still need to fix that yeah, no, fraction a of a fucking penny. And it's I know Tidal pays out the most of any other streaming mm-hmm. service, but yeah, it, it is a way. It's a I, start. I think Tidal may not end up ever being in that three biggest streaming sites. I, I think even with, I know we don't listen, typically our demographic doesn't listen to Amazon Music. I know they're changing that mm-hmm. a lot, but mm-hmm. a lot of the world uses Amazon Music. Yeah. And obviously we have Apple um, and Spotify. But I think the stuff Title has been doing, they've been looking at. Because even when they've changed like the hi-fi uh, level of music mm-hmm. with Apple Music now, uh, how they do playlisting. Like Title's kind of been that example for all these other streaming services that are too big to realize the niche shit that consumers and artists need. So if, if they never become the biggest, they will have that impact. Like, yo, we did the, the little shit. That's really gonna matter in the long run for this this streaming game, and that's I think what that's I was important. To say. They 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 do the uh they pay attention to the detail. Yeah, even with you know the, the credits on albums and projects and songs that title does, little things like that, making sure that you know people are recognized that worked on these projects. I think that's important, and it just it just you know sets them apart. Yeah, are we you know ever gonna be as big as Apple or Spotify? Maybe not, but. We're going to have things that we do with our platform that they're not doing mm-hmm. that hopefully people love and care about more. And, you know, we'll start to follow here and, you know, stream here and support their artists because we pay them more. And that's shit. That gives you the ability. Sometimes having the largest fan base is not the most ideal thing. No, not you at all. You could try different things when you have a regular fan base the way Title does. But... Yeah, I just want to shout them out because I thought that was really interesting and really cool. Yeah, shout out to Title, man. Uh, that's that's a brave, bold move that they did, um, and I respect that. Um, do we want to get into uh, to to Auntie versus, or do we want to get into three six and and Bone Thugs? Because I do, I do want to. I know people hate versus talk, but I still enjoy it. Shotgun <coughs> and uh, Stephanie Mills is tonight, I believe, right? Yes, as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. It's, um, again, I like the statement that uh, Miss Shaka Khan put out mm. and saying, you know, this is just us showcasing our talents and our catalog and our art for the world. It's not a battle. You know, we don't have, we don't dislike each other. It's, you know, we just want to have fun and just, you know, have a, have a great night. And I think that's what Versus turned into. It's not, when it started, I think it was more of a battle thing. But as it progressed and, once Trilla stepped in, um, it, it 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 just became a celebration of just the art and catalog of these amazing, talented, legendary artists that we have in our culture. And Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills are right up there with the 100%. legends. But I mean, I think 3-6 and Bone Thugs, even though I think it's a weird matchup, would be more of a battle. I think what Shaka Khan said that, I think she was kind of saying, I don't play y'all little internet games. Mm-hmm. We're, we're here to listen to some music. I'm tired. Like, I don't do the shit y'all. She's probably looked at her... YouTube comments or the internet like twice in her life and was like, oh, this is what the fuck y'all do on here? It's mm-hmm. just mad negativity and right. people shitting on each other. Right. Hey, this is what this is. Now, with 3-6 and Bone Thugs, I think you could get more of a 
actual battle out of that. Now, I think it's going to be weird when I'm trying to miss my Uncle Charlie and slob on my knob comes on, but mm -hmm. we'll see how these two go back and forth. Yeah, so I found a statement uh, that Shaka Khan released. She said, uh, we don't need no script. We don't need fun and games. We don't need no battles. We don't need no bullshit. I'm not here to play. I wouldn't battle nobody. It's not a competition. Yeah, that's all that is. I've seen what y'all do on the internet. I'm not playing with that. Yeah. Y'all are fucking weird and negative. <laughs> like, leave me alone. Yeah, I'm I respect chilling. that. I respect that coming. You know, I mean, and again, I've been felt like that with these uh with these verses. It's like it's now it's just um it's like a it's like a show. You know what I mean? Like you do a record, I do a record, you know, back and forth type of thing. Um but it's I don't I don't I don't feel like even though I felt like the Fat Joe Ja Rule on Connors, it had That was a battle though. And that was expected because and so it's was locks. So yeah, was... it was the locks was definitely a battle. They had Michael Buffer, like <laughs> you know, uh Styles was, was was trying to pull Cam off the beach chair. <laughs> um, Sheik was calling uh, grown men pussies. Yeah. I was like, this is over. I didn't think that we was going to get a single bar that night, but it, we got a legendary uh, Mr. battle that night. Mr. Versus just destroyed everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's so, fire yeah. to me, though, that if you look at this entire Versus thing, of mm -hmm. the amount of legends that have been on this their accomplishments, the music they made, everything. Mm -hmm. That Jadakiss is is still Mr. Versus. Yeah, and I and I, you know, again, I tweeted that night, like, yo, because I saw a lot of people just counting the locks out. Like, and I was like, oh, y'all just don't know about the locks. And it's yeah. fine. Like the locks were from the mid, late nineties. So it's like, you know, a lot of these people that are on the internet watching this thing now, they were born in ninety nine. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, okay, y'all just don't, y'all weren't outside. So I understand. But um, yeah, I'm going to watch Shaka Khan, Stephanie Mills, only because it's like, listen, it's two legends, man. Why not? I feel you. Yeah. Bring you but, back to your teenage love affair. Three, six, and bone thugs. Another teenage love affair. I don't know if that's love. I don't know if there was any love affairs in. Uh, I think he might have been in, in a few. Well, slob on, my nub, slob on my knob will make you fall in love. For sure. If, the, if, the, if, a, if a girl knows how to slob on your knob correctly. You will have a love affair. I, I mean, if she could sing Thuggish Ruggish Bone at the right pitch, I might fall in love. Or sing Especially it while, when I was a teenager. Or sing it while you're slobbing on my knob. That's, that sounds like a great time. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, why not? Why not? Sing Thuggish Ruggish Bone. While... Yeah, you know the, 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 I feel like, how they flip their syllables. I feel like teeth have, have to be used when you sing no, it's just Thuggish more, Ruggish Bone. It's more so like this, the rapid tongue. From like, okay. You know the what I'm saying? Thuggish All right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah you know, know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I mean. To me, I'm just like I'm. I'm down. I, I I'd go for it. You should try it. Would you take that girl on vacation? Yeah, but you gotta know. We talked about this. You have to know what type of woman to take, where. Like where you can't take a woman. Just you know, you have to know which woman you could take to which vacation destination. Every woman is not Turks worthy. Every woman is not you know Hawaii worthy. Every woman is not the Bahamas worthy. Some women you just gotta take right to Miami. Okay. Or, you know, take right to Orchard Beach in the Bronx. <laughs> um, maybe Long Island, maybe Jones Beach or something Jones, like yeah, that. Or Long Beach. Long yeah. Beach is nice. Yeah, you could, but everybody can't go to the the, the crystal blue waters. But why, why would you, if the type of girl that you can't take to Turks, you would take to Miami, you could find that girl in Miami. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. You don't need to take her to Miami. Maybe. She's but, there already. Right, but you have to even, but you still have to know, like, the bigger pi picture is you have to know which woman deserves wh what vacation destination. But I feel like 
Because a with woman that. gotta have style. Like, see, because women, a lot of women don't have vacation style. They don't have vacation etiquette. They wear the wrong shit on vacation. But it's vacation. It don't yeah. matter what you wear. No, it does. As long as it's nothing. She, uh, if a woman doesn't have style, she can embarrass you when it's time to go to dinner at night on a vacation. You'll walk in that restaurant and like, what the fuck is she wearing? I'm telling you. I mean, but you're, you don't know nobody out there. That's it the beauty matter. of vacation. But y- it's you, though. You're sitting across the table and you have to look at this terrible getup that she chose to wear for the night. You booked a flight. <laughs> you don't know. You what never she, saw what she wore before yeah, at but Turks. She, but that's what I'm saying. You don't know what she packed. You have to trust that you have a woman that's stylish enough to know what to wear when it's still 80 degrees at night on the island. You know what I mean? Like you have every woman don't know how to really throw that together. Like you can't go to dinner with her wearing like the the fishnet see through cover up that she had on a bikini. Like she can't wear that to dinner. Well, she put a uh, formal lingerie under it this time for dinner no, instead instead of the bathing suit. Oh, it's embarrassing because now you sitting there. Well, what resort are we at? It doesn't are matter. Are we at Obu and Cabo or are we at you're you're sitting the sandals amongst, in Jamaica? You're sitting amongst <laughs> other grown adults. And like your girl walks in with like some fishnet see-through something for dinner. Yeah, I'm about to bust that down later after nah, these lamb chops. Man, she can't see. Everyone, I'm everything ain't for everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got to know where you take, who you taking, and where you taking them to. I feel like, and why I guess men are kind of pieces of shit. I feel like the girl you're trying more to court or impress gets the iller vacations than the girl that you already have and know. Oh yeah, of course. But even her, you have to know where to take her though. Because you can be trying to court her and it's new and it's fresh and it's like, you know, but you have to know where to take her. You can't just take decide, yo, I'm going to take her here. And then you get to an island and you're like, oh, my God. But like now you're stuck for four or five days with this woman that doesn't deserve to be on this island with you. Well, four or five days with a new person, you're setting yourself up. I can't do four or five days with but people long, I've known for the rest of my entire life. How long would you usually spend on a vacation in the islands? Four days at least. Yeah. All right. Three, three actual real days. Yeah. And then that fourth for the travel. Yeah. I can't do I get irritated days, real nights. easy I have to find somebody that I know that we could go explore different parts of this resort for like it's fun a couple hours yeah. away from each other and then together <laughs> knows how to have good conversation likes to laugh have a good time but I mean just don't give me an itinerary we spoke about I hate don't have an itinerary tomorrow yo we gotta get up at 8.30 because the shuttle leaves at 10 and we're gonna like don't give me that I wanna get up when I wanna get up on vacation I'm going to sound really fucking miserable and I'm going to get killed on this. And this has nothing to do with my life experience. I promise you guys, this is really for pod conversation purposes. The wifey vacations, you may not want to waste on the ill trip. That's sick as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to take wifey to the ill destinations? Because it's going to be a wifey vacation. It's going to yeah, be what you just said. It's going to be what you just said. A dope vacation. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not saying that. All right, of course. All right. And I'm not saying go take a side somewhere. I'm just okay. saying, it, you know, in between when you're just dating a girl, like a new girl, yeah. or when you've been with a girl for a long time, I promise it's, I promise it's nothing to do with my life. The more I say it, the more it sounds like it is, but I promise it's not. Okay. Yeah, them wifey vacations, like, you with your family, it feels like at that point. Like, I know you. It's... Yeah, like, I, like, dude, we can't explore anything about each other. <laughs> See, that's fucked up because I feel the opposite. No, but that, that's a catch-22 of it. Like, with vacations, with that type of shit. Because when you are in the courtship and, like, dating and getting to know somebody, the illest places to do it are on, like, vacation. Because yeah. it's fun and, and highs and shit. But you can get to know your girl or your significant other on a vacation to a place that neither of you have ever been. That's true. I guess you like, can learn, like learn if, shit together. Yeah, like, if you put yourselves in a situation where it's like, okay, I've never done this and she hasn't done it either. It's like, okay... You do that together. Now you have that memory recorded. And you know what I mean? Like, 
Because a, a vacation is, if we just being honest, like let's be brutally honest. A vacation is just so we can do stuff during the day. Your girl could tan or whatever. And then like you go pictures. back to the room and have nasty sex. Of like course. fuck this room entirely up. You, mm. you got to use 300 towels on vacation. Oh, of course. Like you have to keep I calling downstairs. I come with an uh, extra stack of my own racks. Yeah, you have to keep calling downstairs. Like I need 10 more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why does this man keep calling the front desk for towels? Like, because I'm getting nasty in here. It's, and, all right, vacations are a couple things, because there's levels of the vacation. There mm-hmm. is the courtship, let's go have fun, let me get to know you in, like, a Turks, or, like, well, let's make it for everybody. Like, just a warm location. Yeah. Then there's the, I'm really in a relationship, and, like, let's go to the pyramids and learn about history together. Like, that's oh, when no, you that's, get into, like, a full, let's go to Guam no, and understand... You take uh, a girl to cultures, the like, y'all better be engaged or married. That's what I'm saying. No, this is at like the real wifey, wifey yeah. stage where those like vacations. If I'm taking you to see King Tut, we're married. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not, it's not Dubai, even if they're close. It's not Dubai, like, let me piss on this girl mm-hmm. in this foreign state. Mm-hmm. It's a weird cycle. And I, I've observed it. You go from the, the, the hot, warm places to court. Then you go travel to like weird locations to learn history and like get to know and be an adult and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then once that phase is over, you're now at the, I've known this person way too fucking long. Let's go back to the hot, warm resort mm. to see if we can make this thing work again. <laughs> yeah, Let's, let's try to you do gotta, what we used to do yeah, you and gotta, it won't work. You got to use vacations kind of like a, let's see if the fire is still there between us. How, like how many times have you been to like a warm resort or location? You could even say Miami and mm-hmm. seen that old couple like, just trying to make yeah, it work. You tell, like, like, dog, yo, no, y'all should go back to yeah, Paris. <laughs> yeah, like, she's in the pool. He's at the bar. They're not speaking to each other. No. Yeah, you know that couple. It's like, okay, they're trying to make it work, but it looked like it's over with. And that's just the three levels of, of vacationing. Yeah, you got to, you got to, um, you have to know who you're taking and where you're taking them. Like, that's a real thing, because I've had some horrible, like, some of the homies call me like, yo, I'm like, what happened to the girl you took to? Bro, we went out there. She was got drunk, and I had to carry her out of the thing, and she was cursing the staff. Out. Things could go bad, like Where'd really you take bad. Her? Like wherever you took her, she got oh. drunk and started cursing the staff out. Now you're here, and these people have to look at you every. You know they talk about you at, in in the office, like yo, that couple in room, whatever. Like yo, she's an asshole. So now that your vacation is ruined, it's like, and then you know, you didn't even know this girl had that side to her where she gets drunk like that and curses people out. You still got two days left. Well, deal that- with it. That's why you had to take her to Griffin to figure that out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> take her somewhere local. Get to know her first because you don't know where you're taking them. You can't take everybody. Can't go everywhere. That's the bottom line. You got to know where you're taking these girls, which vacation, who deserves which destination. Because well, everybody you, can't go to the same place. Do you think a vacation is a good time to ask a girl for a threesome? I think that's the best place. To, if a girl that you actually like. If you see her catching rhythm with another lady there, like, you know, they at the pool kicking it and. Like, oh, we're going to go to the bar or oh, we're going to go get something to eat. And you kind of see her getting like a little, a little vibe. But it's more so, is it, a, is it a threesome or is it a swingers thing? Because nine times out of ten, she's probably with a, a man, the other, the other chick. Mm. Well, that's, that's where you have to figure out of those types of places you take, which girl to which take to girl, what place. Because yeah. there's a lot of resorts that a lot of single people are at. Yeah. It's not the couple's resort. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and hedonism in Jamaica is terrible, by the way. I don't know if I, have, I haven't been. Yeah, my my homeboys went twice, and they was like, "Bro, you know you you." Because I thought hedonism was the shit. Like, it's a bunch of beautiful naked women. No, all old couples walking around, <laughs> ass naked too. T- yeah, titties out, <laughs> saggy asses. Just no, nasty. no, those the nude beaches, like even the ones in Jersey, like yeah, 
it's just going to be a bunch of nude people you don't. If you don't want to just be naked yeah, yeah, and yeah. be by yourself, don't go to a nude beach. Yeah, it's, it's nude not, beaches is not ill. It's not. It's not what you think. It's definitely not what you think. Which is why I never went. Like after a couple of the homies went, and they like terrible. I'm like, okay, cool. I ain't going there. I will say though, to Carl's point, if you're with like your girl, girl, mm-hmm. that's not like y'all don't already have that threesome relationship. Mm-hmm. Vacation would be the only place that it would pop off. Like it would have to be. Mm-hmm. You'd have to find someone. Something about when girls are not in their hometown or like anywhere around anyone that would know them or judge them, they become themselves that they wanted to become. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's a good thing because that woman makes a great mother. Mm -hmm. But if you get her on that vacation vibe and she lets loose, maybe you can learn some shit about wifey. (laughs) I was talking to a friend of mine and she, because, you know, the whole I never had a threesome thing. She thought I was like lying about it. I'm like, no, I never had a threesome. And she basically confirmed what I always felt about threesomes. Like, it's really not, it's kind of overrated. It's for them. It's not for you. Yeah. So she was like, yo, honestly, you're not really missing anything. And I, but I always felt like that. Like, I never felt like having a threesome was something that I needed to do. I will, all right, at this point, before we beat this into the ground, because we're talking about vacation, wifey, all that shit, you should do that with wifey and i always say that the opposite don't don't ever do threesome with that but it is fun it's like a bonding experience to fuck a girl together that's a different type of threesome there's Mm. threesomes where three people are having sex and then there's threesomes where you and this girl are gonna go fuck that girl that's true yeah i don't know it's it's drastically different (laughs) i don't know if it's a bonding experience it's a fun thing wifey no now you wake up like together like yo we did that Nah, nah, we smoked her. You know what I mean? Nah. We smoked her boots. <laughs> nah, 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 with wifey, you can't do that. Yeah, that's, why not? That's sick. Nah, I don't think I could do that. Not with wifey. Why she not? Could be tongue kissing her, you, you know what I mean? All right, Carl. Because relax. it's uh, yeah, Carl. Right. Yo, what's up? What what going fuck? crazy in there. Like, Jesus so Christ, in his own little cubby. <laughs> he got nasty real quick, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. It, but uh, yeah, uh, a friend of mine, she confirmed it. Like, yeah, you're not really missing nothing. Or she was saying, like, yo, we should go fuck a girl together. No, she's 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 vocal enough that she would have said that. Okay. Yeah, she's she's she doesn't she's not shy at all. She would have definitely said that. But yeah, she's like, eh, I mean, if you want to do it, do it. But you're not missing shit, so just don't force it. Yeah, like I've always said. <clears throat> um, is there any other shit that we have to hit on a more fun type of level? Um, I know Adele drops uh tonight. While we're recording this Friday, it will be out tomorrow or today when you're listening to this. Um. I, I know you're not like the Adele guy the way I am, but I love Adele. Shout out to uh, shout out to my guy Rich Paul. Yeah, I love Adele. I, I didn't know Rich Paul and Adele knew each other. Shut up! And what are you talking about? Am I missing something? You didn't know Rich Paul and Adele were like dating? They were together. Are you dead No, that's his girlfriend. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Are you serious? That's Rich's girl. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh. Well, Tell Rich I, you want I love tickets? I, I, his, his girl's music is great. You want tickets? <laughs> Look at you now, like where's Rich's girl? Yeah, no, nah, Rich, Rich and Adele together. That. Yeah. Oh, you wow. didn't see the, the Oprah, the Oprah special? No. Yeah, they um, Rich, Rich posted the pictures. They okay. sat with Oprah together. I well, I actually feel really good that I don't know that. Yeah. That makes me feel better about myself that I really don't know what's going on. Yeah. With no, nah, I love Adele's celebrity. music. Adele is um, she's one of the, she's one of the ones. We oh, hundred percent. Yeah, we know that she's one. Of the, she's one of the ones. Um, well, I'm really excited about this album. Yeah, me too. Really, I'm looking really forward excited. to it. I'm looking forward to it. We haven't heard from Adele in a, in a minute. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what 
what she cooked up. Yeah. And I mean, Raven took all the photos, so it's going to be great. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, dope. Yeah, Raven's, Raven. Raven's been Adele's photographer for a little while now. Yeah, so. she, she took photos of us. I didn't hear the camera go off. I don't know if that if the camera, if the photos ever really happened. It didn't hit the same way it hit Adele, I promise yeah, she, yeah, she told us, she said, no, stand right here. We didn't, we, we didn't look we the same. We stood there, and then it was just over. She just walked away. I was like, did she take it? Like, <laughs> we ain't look, we yeah, ain't look I, as good as Adele. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, I look like Rich, you look like Adele. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, shout out to Raven. Um, That's dope that she... uh. Raven's doing, she's doing dope shit, man. Of course. I remember having a conversation with Raven years ago when she first spoke to me about getting into taking photos. And yeah. I, I told her, I was like, yo, that's dope. Go for that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Dude, like, she didn't know anything about it. I remember too. She just said she wanted to buy a camera and, and jump into it. And she had an idea for a series. I don't know if she ever did it. Well, she didn't call me to take a photo, but she had a, a really dope idea for a series of photos she wanted to do. Um, I'm not sure she did it, but. She should definitely do that because I thought that that was an amazing. Was it the idea. say cheese thing? I think so. Did she, she did, do that. She did it. Yeah, oh. that, that was the first series that like really popped off her. Okay, Ravy B, the photographer that people that don't know. Yeah, Jay Z, Beyonce, all that shit. One yeah. of my best. Shout friends. out to Ravy, man. Um, wow. I see. I didn't know I had all these people that were so close to Adele in my life. <laughs> yeah, man. Here I am, big playing her in the studio. Y'all are like, "Hey, are you sad?" I'm like, "No, I just like Adele." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Adele's. She's. Uh, Timeless classic voice, man. She's she's amazing. Adele is amazing. I would like out of this album like some features. I know she doesn't do that type of shit. I would like to hear like some crooning, and we don't get into Adele leak of a tracklist, do we? That doesn't happen with Adele, does it? I doubt it. Let me see on the pre order. Yeah, I would love to see like the tracklist just to see like what we're gonna get. Like, what if we Adele. see like a, a Twenty One Savage feature with Adele? Oh no, we have with uh, Errol Garner. Okay. I feel like there's going to be, and I, I really don't have any inside information, I promise. I feel like there's going to be some sneaky features in here. Because I feel like she hasn't done hope so. that shit before. Yeah, I hope so. Like, I need a crooning James Blake Adele duet. It, it's, it, but everybody, it would have to be the special ones, though. Because everybody can't hang with oh, Adele on the 100%. track. So, yeah, I would love to see I just some feel features. like James could outsad her. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Well, Adele's happy now, so. That That's might be, true. Yeah, so that you might be right in that. She, she's happy now, so. Hey, you know Rich, they say, hey, Rich we, I better not get no fucking happy music on this album. <laughs> yeah, Rich, if it's too if it's too heavy on the happy, man, we're gonna have to yeah, get in the group I, text. I don't soon, like man. this. Yeah. yeah. Take Rich to the strip club, give him some lap dances, <laughs> piss Adele off. <laughs> Secretly videotape yeah. him. <laughs> get back to the real shit, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if Rich does nothing, I, I Photoshop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Peach on it. He'll make it happen. He'll disturb that home in a minute. Um, is there any other music coming out tomorrow? Do y'all know? I've 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 been uh Traveling. I've been, I've been traveling. Oh, Silk Sonic came out. I know we talked about it on stage so much. That's they did. why I feel like we're repeating ourselves. I always, I fucking hate we do live Silk shows. Silk Sonic and came I, out. I and I love the fact that they kept it. They didn't oh, go crazy. What is it? Nine tracks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I do, love that. Do you feel like this is a Anderson Pack? You said that. Featuring Bruno Mars. No, album. man. Bruno is Bruno, man. We, I'm, I didn't I'm, say I'm he wasn't. Never, uh, yeah, nah, but we're not going to say featuring. Like, nah. Bruno is Bruno. This is Silk Sonic. No, he, he killed both? he killed uh, Anderson's backgrounds. He killed his leads too. I'm not gonna <laughs> let you do that, Bruno. <laughs> yeah. He killed his fucking leads. I love man. Bruno. Yeah, Bruno's amazing. I just feel like Bruno's Anderson kind of he shined more on this. You think? Yeah, and I feel like how we kept saying whose world are they gonna go into, even though Bruno obviously does this type of music. Absolutely. As how they delivered it, like even on certain cadences and, and shit, it was times. I at one point I thought Bruno was Anderson. Like he was, I felt like he was delivering like Anderson on most records. Okay. He wasn't delivering like Bruno, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with because I really enjoy the project. Mm-hmm. 
And I do want to do a lyric breakdown on one of those joints uh, next episode. Cause, cool. Because they've been through some shit. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I, I love subtly. The, I, I love the project. They got Bootsy Collins on there on some of the intros, um, which is dope. So yeah, I like I like this album, man. I think it was it was worth the wait. I think they may have waited maybe two months too too late to drop it. I feel like two months ago would have been perfect to drop it. I mean, we 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 said That's we like I don't taking their shit. time. Just, yeah, but I'm but not mad that they made us taking time for nine. It. Yeah, I get it. You know, it was like because when we got the first single, when was it? January? Long time ago. You know what I mean? So it was like they they really rolled this thing out, slow cooked it, made us wait. They didn't want the music to just be microwave. You know, people's songs come out and they just listen for a week and then that's it. So they really wanted to slow cook this, but it's a great project. What did you think about Smoking Out the Window? Love it. Love that song. What about like the contents of it? I like, think it was right on brand. I've seen a lot of people calling it like, you know, parody shit. And all oh, that. no, I was talking about like just how you, the way they were explaining the girl. But they were that, simping for sure. That they were going with. They, the first verse, they broke down like who she, like, yo, she was a hoe. She had a kid. Her man was uh, almost got me beat the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Everything was like, yo, <laughs> let me take her on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely want to take it. She needs like, it. She needs it. I don't want to judge them because not to say I've been in that situation, but I've come close. Mm-hmm. It was so many red flags in that first verse. And then it was like, now I'm just sitting here smoking out of the window. Like, sir, contemplate. Did you listen to your own first verse? Right. Right. <laughs> no, I thought that I thought the song was dope. I thought it was a perfect uh, last single for the project. Yeah. Um, the music is crazy. The uh, the vocals of that Anderson Pack and and Bruno Thundercat on there too. Yeah, they date this entire project. Every song to me is like, and I'm glad it's not two. Like nine tracks was perfect. Thirty one minutes. Yeah, perfect. That was a perfect, perfect, perfect amount of music for that type of vibe and that type of sound. Um, I just I just want to do more of a deep dive. I want to sit with them just to talk about smoking out the window. Like I need to hear about this relationship. Yeah, with this girl I, I, that, that I want to sit with them did. to talk about just the entire project and 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 the way they rolled it out. Like to me, that was v- real brave and bold for them to do that in the era where you know, like you said, we get music every week now. Yeah. So I like the fact that they they slow cooked it and you know they gave it to us in doses and then gave us the full the full course and they delivered. They, they didn't drop the ball. The album is dope. The music is incredible. Um, the vocals are incredible. I know you like to say it's um it's almost too perfect. On this one, it it still kind of is. It is still Bruno in that capacity, mm-hmm. as it's extremely polished. But I I think I need to see this album live. Oh, I can't wait because I think you'll get some of those the more warm imperfections and not polish it with the live band. And I know they're gonna seeing them live is a, is a must. You have to this, see this this album to me. I think will make more sense live than it does on record. And then and then live the band gets to play with. The music and, a little more, and we know Anderson and and Bruno together both with their own. I still I still tell people Bruno Mars still has one of the best halftime Super Bowl shows uh ever. Well, he's done the last seven. So you talk about the one with <laughs> with Beyonce. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> any of them. He's just one of those those performers that anytime he he touches the stage, it's it's a full out performance. Like he's a performer, entertainer in every sense of the word. This may sound blasphemous to a lot of people. Where do you rank it with? The weekends last last year, or this year? That was this year, right? This year. This year. The um the weekends was dope. Uh, visually, especially with the whole COVID shit and him using the bandages uh, all year, walking around like that in character. I think he played into that perfectly. Um, with all of the dancers and everybody, the, you know, the moving pieces had to wear masks. Obviously, I think the weekend played into that amazingly. Um, 
vocally, it wasn't. I mean, the weekend is not strong as as vocally as Bruno. Of course not. I just think the performance in itself was. It was no. They went all out. That shit was crazy. No, no. The weekend shit was. It was definitely one of the best we've seen. Um, I don't know if it was an internet thing where that mob mentality where people will have to start to hate something when one person starts. But yeah. to me, that weekend shit was incredible. No, I don't was. know why everyone hated was. that no, shit. I, I went I back yeah. and watched but it. People are, Even I think I may have had a few comments about it, but then I watched it again. I was like, this shit is incredible. Yeah, I think some people were more so talking about the um, the vocal performance more than anything. You know what I mean? But I think that he, he um, visually, with what they were able to do with that performance for the weekend was, was amazing. And then we have what? Dre and Snoop? This year? Dre, Snoop, Mary, Eminem. Um, I feel like I'm missing. Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. That's going to be an insane medley. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And it's in LA, right? I believe so. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I think it's at the Sophie Field or whatever that shit is called. <clears throat> the Crypto.com football field. <laughs> that's a terrible name. <laughs> That's a terrible name. Oh, all right. Speaking well, of, I know um, we killed Ho for all that, but I mean, at least, at least we get all those performers at halftime. He got and it no, right. No, but in this, but in this era though of like the football fan and how crazy they've gotten about like don't bring anything black around me <laughs> except don't, for don't the players. Us to death. Yeah, yeah. That lineup is fucking well, it's nuts. Pissing people off. That's gonna be for hysterical. Sure. Like, you mean and there's no, no Garth. <laughs> you know they you know you know football fans want their Garth Brooks at halftime. Hey, Bruce Springsteen is not on this bill. <laughs> yeah, nah, they pissed off about that. They want Garth. They want Bruce. Not and, this year. And you know Kendrick's gonna, he's gonna, oh, he's gonna go crazy. Yeah, he's gonna go crazy. It was good to see Kendrick. He might uh, be a whole African tribe on that stage. Yeah, he's gonna go crazy. He's gonna go absolutely crazy. He might, he might wrap his whole set on one knee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. That's fire. I love that. that. Yo, that's fire. I'm not mad at that at all. I'm definitely not mad at and that. And put the American flag behind him. He might he might freestyle over the fucking uh, Star Spangled Banner <laughs> on one knee. If he do that, it's gonna be a riot. You know they can't. You can't. You can't mess up the Star Spangled Yo, Banner. Kendrick, Don't remix the Star Spangled. Kendrick, I know you're not listening, but <laughs> <laughs> we know you won't hear this. If shit, even do I don't know if you do the Pledge of Allegiance somehow, remix it. Do something to just piss off white people. Yeah. He, oh in, no, I think I think his, I think them just being in the building is pissing pissing people off. I think. Everyone should forgive Jay for however they they viewed that entire deal with the NFL. Which if he freestyles, nobody, they they still don't know what the deal was. If he freestyles over the Star Spangled Banner on one knee, no, then it's be, all worth it. That's gonna be the last year for that shit. I can guarantee. If that happens, that lineup gonna look very different next year. What if they say all those names and Cap just comes out to just an empty stage? It's like, hey, I'd like to talk to you guys I about would. police brutality. Yeah. <laughs> I no Dre, them, no Snoop, no Mary. I, I would love for them to try to incorporate Kaepernick in some in some form or fashion. I they would love that. that. Why not? I don't. Of course, I don't know the deal or anything like that. But Jay, you still have to play the game somewhere. The NFL is not, I'm not allowing Cap has Kaepernick to, is going to be at the halftime. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm just saying incorporate him somehow. I'm not saying he has to be there. I mean, I'm sure they're not picking their wardrobe. Everyone could wear seven jerseys. That I'm sure Kendrick would probably do the afro. You know what I mean? Like just little things like that, little subtle. Are we sure of this like, lineup? We're just talking shit right now. No, that's <laughs> is that's, Kendrick that's on the bill for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's been announced. That's I that announced. day in Vegas, shit. I will say I have not like envied missing a, a performance in mm-hmm. quite some time. Mm-hmm. That Kendrick shit looked insane. Yeah, it looked it looked it looked it looked like just seeing him in that hole and what he was wearing, uh, 
it gave, you know, the whole retro vibe. It's it was it was Kendrick in every sense of the word. Like he's doing his own thing. He doesn't look like nobody. He doesn't sound like nobody. And it just looks like he's he's now in a different in his life. You can tell he's in a different space. He's 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 doing something totally different. He's all the way in his art bag, his creative uh, energy, and everything is intentional. Yeah, from you know his image and his aesthetics and the wardrobe and the music was always intentional with him. But um, you can tell now he's 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 a complete artist. He's a complete artist now. And the records he chose to perform too, like. Like seasides off of Good Kid, Mad City, he was mm-hmm. performing. I was like, all right, this is one of those I would have still sing about me when he yeah. got his bag on that. I was like, yeah. all right, I would have loved to see that performed at a festival. Mm-hmm. And and just even with the stage presence he had with with all the dancers and the certain type of chore- choreographical shit mm-hmm. he was doing, like that was one of those shows. I, I like seeing Damn. artists disappear and then come back and like look totally different. But, but only still few, sound sharp. Only few get that luxury. Oh, absolutely. We only know that. Few. On the, the greats, the, the legends get that luxury. And it's good to see them come back and they haven't missed a beat. They still sharp. The music isn't suffering. Um, I just I just like that. I love seeing artists, you know, stay out of the public eye for a while. And then when you see them, it's like they look good. They, yeah. sound, they, they sound amazing. And that's what Kendrick did with uh, in, at Day in Vegas. He looked great, sound amazing. And I, I'm wait, I can't wait for new music from him, honestly. He's... He's one of those dudes that you look at like, yo, Kendrick is recording. He's back in the studio. Like, even when you hear that, you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And shout out to Dan Vegas. To, to my understanding, I didn't see any major crazy health things. I didn't see anyone passed away. Didn't see anything outside of the norm for a festival. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them for um, putting on a safe show, especially at that capacity. Because, I mean, to me, that's probably the best lineup I've I've seen in quite some time for any festival and the amount of acts and the amount of people three days like that's some hard shit to pull off yeah so shout out to everyone behind that um if, if someone did Mad some we couldn't problems, be there but um i wasn't aware and condolences but yeah no it sucks that we couldn't be there but, yeah um but to talk about somebody that definitely preached uh being an amazing father unfortunately young dolph uh passed away on Wednesday um, in Memphis. And I believe it was a, a, a cookie store that he had been promoting for, for quite some time. Um, <clears throat> and I, I will say, I don't know the politics behind anything that's going on. The only thing I do know is somebody that was an amazing talent. Uh, and from what we see, an amazing family man yeah. uh, passed away. And and that shit is, is, is <clears throat> extremely unfortunate. It's, um, it's unfortunate, but um, it's so familiar. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate to say that um, me personally as a black man, I've become numb to it. Um, it won't be the last. It's unfortunate to say it won't be the last. Um, and it's a cycle that as black men or black people that we've been just been caught up in for so many years. It's, um, you know, the street mentality, this... Um, this energy that we walk with and we live with in our communities is so toxic and so, you know, so much trauma behind it. And, um, you know, coming from somebody that lost a brother to gun violence, um, it, it changes you. It changes the family. Um, you no longer have a certain trust that you had in people mm. when some someone is taken away from you like that. It, it changes you forever. It, it turns you into this cold person that... um. You know, you have a hard time 
looking at people and and really trusting. Yeah. Because something something and someone that you love so much and you cared about was taken away uh due to gun violence and um it just perpetuates more situations. Uh True. you know, more families will suffer. It's just more more uh black children growing up without their father. Uh a black woman having to raise kids without, you know, her husband. And um all for what? Yeah. You know, it's like it's what is it all for? What is it all about? And it's um again, it's just this nasty uh cycle and this nasty energy that we have in our community <clears throat> that I think that um I don't know if we'll ever truly break out of it. Because, you know, you look at the world now and the opportunity and the access that we have with the internet and uh, you know, being able to be entre- entrepreneurs. There's so many young entrepreneurs now. A lot of young creatives making a lot of money. Um information is 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 so available these days uh so you 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 ask yourself and you know you still a lot of these communities there's still not a lot of resources Mm. it's still not a lot of uh you know jobs and you know programs available in certain areas of the country that um need to be addressed and we know that um but here's a guy that loved his city uh repped his city all over the world wherever he went um openly gave to people, gave opportunity, supported people, put people in position to uh, do better things with their lives and, and better themselves. It was very big on, you know, giving. He always spoke about giving opportunity, giving because he, he didn't have opportunities. So when he was, had, wasn't put in a position to give people an opportunity, he made sure he did that. Um, you know, was into real estate. He has, mm-hmm. um, a real estate catalog already set up for his kids. They own a lot of properties. I, I was reading. He owned all of his masters. Um, yeah. You know, so he was one of those minds that just understood that he had to be the guy to break the, the cycle and break the chain of, you know, how he does business and how he moves as a man and the way he sets up his kids' future. So it was just unfortunate to see him taken from his family and taken from the culture in um, his own backyard in the yeah. city that he loved supporting a business that uh was black owned you know and it's um it's unfortunate man like you know I, I um I bumped into Dolph when we were in Atlanta or when I was in Atlanta um early this year <clears throat> at the airport we were going through TSA together like literally right behind each other but you know you have the mask on so you really can't see people's faces anymore yeah. but um when he you know you had to take his jacket off so it's the Dolph chain and all that I said oh that's yeah. Dolph and I just made sure I gave him dap and I said, yo, like, I, I fuck with you. Like, you know, I, I like what you're doing. I like the things that you're saying. I like the way you move, you know, like you're doing it right. And it was a quick exchange, gave each other dap and went our separate ways. But it was just unfortunate to uh, receive that news and, and, and to read that online and then to see the images and stuff like that. And we don't realize how much trauma that gives us. You know what I'm saying? Like when we see people in our culture being taken like that. Cause we just so used to scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Mm-hmm. Like we don't realize that that shit stays with us. Those Broad images daylight. stay with us. Yeah, like, and it's unfortunate, man. Because this, here's a guy that from his city, like Nip, mm-hmm. was trying to do some positive things and trying to support and put people in position to better themselves and give back to the community and love his people, and you know his own people taking them out. It's tragic. It's it's, it's unfortunate. Again, more black children now growing up without their father. Um, yeah, and it's just, you know, I'm just, I'm just being honest. I don't, I don't know if it'll ever stop. 
I don't know if I'll be alive for it. I hope it stops. I don't, I don't know if I'll be here to see it, but you know, it's it's unfortunate. Like this is this is it's an unfortunate thing that in our culture we are so accustomed to and so used to that it's it's a, it's a, it's a shame. And you know, again, it's it's not the last. And that's the sh- and that's the thing that bothers me is that this is not going to be the last. Yeah, and unfortunately, not everyone's famous, mm-hmm. so not the last could be happening right now. Mm-hmm. In the next hour, everything that is really sad that everyone doesn't even get the proper attention mm-hmm. when the same situation does happen right. just because they're not famous mm-hmm. and also could be doing just as much positive shit in the world. Um, so yeah. that, that also kind of doubles down on, on how sad that entire thing can be. But prayers for Dolph's family, for, for his two kids, his wife. Yeah. Um, it's funny when you, when you brought up and continue to support them because, yes. you know, a lot of people, again, I'm speaking from experience. A lot of people are there when, you know, it first happens and, you know, they're there for the family to reach out. But those calls stop. Those visits stop. Oh, yeah. The support stops. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, not saying that, you know, life goes on. It's, 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 I don't want to sound harsh, but that's just the reality. Life will go on. But um, it's important to always reach back to families that go through tragedy like this especially when it's, the kids are so young because, you know, it's, they grow up with so many questions. Yeah. They grow up with so many, um, you know, things in their mind. And um, it's important to have, a, you know, a village of people around them that, that love and support them and let them know that we're still here. And um, your father was doing great things. He, you know, he was, he had a lot of morals, a lot of integrity that he stood on. And, um, you know, he was trying to make effective change in his, uh, in his family and in his community. And um, that's something that I don't think should fade away. I think we should keep, we should keep, you know, preaching that and letting people know that Dolph was doing it right. Yeah. He was saying the right things. He was doing the right things. He was standing on what he, his words that he spoke. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's just sad, man. That shit is, that shit is, it's, it's a sad, sad thing that, you know, it's so, it's just like, I'm just numb to the shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you just see it all the time. You hear it all the time. And it's not surprising. It's more so like, damn, again? You know, I'm like, we still with this shit? We still doing this shit? And, you know, again, you know, there's people that'll say, oh, but, you know, it was some real, you know, he had a lot of street shit going on. So what, man? Like, that shit is so played out. Like, you know, that street shit, I don't know, I just saw a statement, uh, a, a, a press release today that the feds paid out almost $600 million to informants this year. Yeah. So if that ain't telling you that the streets is over with, you know what I mean? Like informants are being paid out in a year, six hundred million. That street shit is over with, man. Like you niggas better get education. You niggas better, you know, try to try to pick up a trade, create some shit. That street shit is over with. Fucking cameras everywhere. Yeah, like that. That you just you playing a game. Fucking informant. It's literally cameras. Everywhere. Yeah, like you just waiting for your number to be called to be either killed or thrown and thrown in jail for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? It's like. But it's been this way for years. And that's what I'm saying. I just don't know if it ever changed because it was this way when I was 16. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not going to act like I know anything really about it. So I, I don't want yeah, no, to in, in, in that degree. It's just, it's, just a, it's a cycle, man. It's like we just caught in this, 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 this fucked up cycle of, you know, hate and jealousy and envy and trauma and, you know, ego and insecurities. And it's just like a cycle of all of these things that affect our community and that kill our community. And, you know, it's, again, you have people that 
making effective change and trying to make change in their community, supporting their community and putting people in position again, like a Nipsey, you know, like, mm-hmm. like a Dolph. And then you see this, this, this type of shit happen. It's unfortunate. And again, man, just, I just pray for his kids and his wife and his, his family, because like I said, I've been there. I know that pain. Um, it doesn't go away. You just learn to live with it. And I mean, hopefully, like I said, may, I, I probably won't be able to see it, but hopefully shit changes in our community and we start to love and support each other and, and talk more about our issues with each other and, you know, handle things differently. But this killing each other shit, this shit is corny, man. Like taking people away from their families and, you know, their loved ones. And you just took somebody out of the community that was making effective change, that was trying to create opportunities for everybody. So it's like now who's there to do that? Mm. You know what I mean? So now it's like we we set, we set we setting ourselves back by taking these leaders out of our community and these people that really want to make things happen in a positive way. So prayers to Dolph, you know, God sure. rest his soul. Prayers to his kids, prayers to his wife, his loved ones, his friends, his fans. Yeah. And, um, you know, continue to support each other and, and love each other. Yeah, for sure. No, I said that perfect. No, I, I don't want to end on a such a somber note, but I think everything you said there was, was so important. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, this shit is just kind of getting corny and annoying that this yeah, man. is a, a, it's, it's, a headline every fucking day. It's, it's, it's tragic, man. It's, you know, and again, I love my people. I love my community, but you know, this is why when people see success, they don't want to come back. Yeah. When people make money, they don't want to come back because you got, you know, this this jealousy and this this energy that is in our community that, you know, it's just it's cancerous. You know what I mean? And it's 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 like we I don't know. <laughs> you know, you try to you try to think about scenarios where, you know, you try to figure out like why and it's just always the same shit. It's like it doesn't even matter why. It's just like it just it just keeps happening and it's you know, Again, like and uh, and uh, like the unfortunate part is it won't be the last. That's the unfortunate part, you know. Like uh, reading that, it was just like, damn, you know, Dolph, you know, you know everything he was saying, everything he was doing, and but it's like you know this is not gonna be the last. That's the part that really bothers me. It's like this will not be the last. Well, I think everything that you brought up before is always the why. Doesn't matter the real scenario. Mm-hmm. The why is always comes from a traumatic experience or hereditary trauma that's been happening for so long and that type of shit builds up ego it builds up pride it builds up mm-hmm. uh being on defense all the time mm-hmm. it builds up feeling like all right if they did this i gotta do that so that's really where it comes from which of course we all know is way way more deep rooted in this country um to begin with mm-hmm. so it's yeah it never really is the details because we do know the why right and how to fix that uh, fuck if i know but it's it's just unfortunate to see all the time even just even when you don't other, even when you don't know or know the details right like it still sucks i don't care if there was a, a reason or whatever it just still sucks like damn all right it doesn't have to go to that yeah it's all i you know what i mean I, I get we're gonna have our issues we're gonna have our disagreements and with one another like you know it's not a perfect world we know that but we got to find a, a, a different way to handle these these problems and these issues with each other because this is not you know, this is not the answer. This yeah. is not it. This is this is just more black kids growing up without their fathers. Yeah, and and seeing all those videos, which you know, I I never followed 
Dolph on, on socials or anything, but of course when this happened, all those videos of, of his kids came out and his interactions with his kids, that was definitely difficult to watch. Yeah. So you know, um I guess in, in better news, uh Julius Jones looked like he's not being executed today, from my understanding. Good. Um, from what I saw earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure exactly where that case is at because we are recording this right now, but I, I did see on the way in here that that would not be happening today if it did happen. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting case. Uh, shit, my, our, my man Rich, who uh, we shot that first sketch ever. Mm-hmm. It's his first cousin. Wow. Um, so, you know, I, I'm glad to see that. And, and shout out to, I saw a lot of, I like when celebrity shit does work. So yeah, Cole influence. going crazy with it. And yeah. shit, I, Kim too. Kim Kardashian, I know we yeah. shit all the time. Like, I like to see when that that type of attention works, but I don't want to take away from the people that bring it to the celebrities' yeah, attention. Like absolutely, the people that put the fo- footwork in. Before. You appreciate the celebrities pushing it and, and making it a you know using their platform to to amplify it. Um, but it's it's really the everyone in the country really got yeah. that shit moving to get it to that place. And where let's it keep needs to and be. let's keep Hell yeah. doing that. You know, what I mean, let's keep raising awareness. Let's keep praying. Uh, let's keep you know calling calling whoever we need to call local officials. Um, because again, it's just not. Even if you know nothing about this case, you just read little things. You know that, okay, something isn't right. And it's funny when you watched all the media coverage of like after George Floyd and and the countless things that we've seen with the quote unquote riots, even when they're not riots, but like protests, um, and just people being in the street. There was a larger game plan with that because now it has officials scared, mm-hmm. and I like that. Mm-hmm. Because I think had everything not happened with George Floyd and the countless other names and the countless other cities where that type of stuff <clears throat> had happened, where there were protests, there were marches, people there were, coming together, making, fuck it, yeah. there were riots too. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it has everyone shit. shook. Yeah. So now when shit isn't going to go the way it's supposed to, yeah, you should be scared. Yeah. Because if you go through with this, it's your city next. Yeah. I agree. That's so that's that, the, that's, that's, the, where, that's the plan people don't see in the media yeah. of like oh my god what's why would they do this now they're doing it to scare your city yeah and and to and to let you know that you know we care about each other yeah and that we're gonna we're gonna come out and we're gonna support each other again support and love each other and this is the type of change in, in, that you can make you can you can get officials to start second guessing like okay we need to look deep into this we need to really fine comb this thing maybe we missed something maybe you know what I'm saying the law isn't right right here like. Things like that, they, you know, again, that's all you can ask is that people raise awareness, ra- use their voices and to create effective change in a positive way. And that, and that's where they miss that word matter mm-hmm. His life matters. So mm-hmm. if you don't take a concern in his life, yeah, we're going to show you that it matters. <laughs> Absolutely. Like we're going to go out there. And if you want to say, how dare you lewd? How dare you tag this shit up? How dare you? How dare you stop traffic during the holiday season? Nah, fuck that. This person mattered. And we're showing you that they fucking mattered. So be on, be on alert. The -hmm. next time you run into a a spot where someone you don't care about. Yeah. You have their decision to live or die. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. I think this all trickled down with everything that happened this, this year and last year specifically. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's all tied in. And yeah, I think everyone needs to kind of shut up about those protests and those riots of what the what was the point of them. This was the point of them. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get your local government a little shook. Yeah, disrupt the system. So, Absolutely. 
Shout out, shout out to everyone that was behind um, this entire thing. And prayers to him and his family, um, you know, and hopefully, like, we keep pushing and keep this thing going to where he is released and freed from prison. Yeah, for because sure. I do believe he's wrongfully convicted of something that he didn't do. I believe that based on what I've read about the case and things like that. Like, I do absolutely believe that this is this is wrong. Yeah. No, for certain. Um, yeah, that's cool. uh, <clears throat> Well then, we 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 can wrap up here. I know there there were some somber things. It was it was kind of a somber week, but we're definitely all gonna keep it pushing. Um, and and we'll be back with with some funnies and some laughs as well. But there was definitely some things that need to be addressed today. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess uh, I guess we'll be back. We'll be back. What's today? Today is Friday. Okay. Yeah. So we'll be back. We'll be back. Uh. Saturday with the video, Tuesday with the, with the next audio. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. And we got merch coming soon. I'm, I did want to say that, let people know they've been reaching out, seeing some pictures from the shows, that the merch was available at the shows. Merch will be available online real soon. Um, so Which yeah. came out uh, incredible, by the way. Thank you. Shout, that, out, that, sh- shout, out, shout out to the guys at Vanity. Shout out to um, Ant. Shout out to G. Um, they did an amazing job. You know, we collabed on some ideas and uh, I leaned on them for their expertise. Shout out to everybody at Made Brands, Dustin. Uh, shout out to Biggs for putting that whole play together. Um, and yeah, I'm excited, man. We got a lot of dope shit that we're going to try to get done in the next few months with this merch thing. Um, just paying attention to the details. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, Doing some real fly really well. shit. We don't want to just do merch just to do it. I really want to do some some real dope creative shit in this space, so... Not get it, you podcast gun. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> you are, it's cool. Yeah, but merch available soon because they have been asking online and, you know, people are like, oh, it's not fair, we don't have merch, but yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's just a little different. It's not just regular merch. Yeah, no, this is different. This is some shit that thing. you can't, you could wash twice. Yeah, and that's, no, that's this, the, this ain't it's that. over for the t shirt. Yeah, no, this ain't that. This ain't that. So yeah, merch coming soon. Um, and shout out to everybody that came out to the live shows once again. New York, thank you. LA, thank you. St. John, thank you. Guru, thank you. Wale, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, Ari, thank you. Um, Justice, Boogie, Reese. Just, Boog, Reese. Uh, Hop, thank you. Uh, first Choice DJ at New York. DJ First Choice, thank you. Um, yeah, man, and um, we'll have some more cities coming soon, 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we get to see a lot of the states and touch a lot of the... Uh, I don't want to say touch the people. That sounds crazy. I mean, you could. I don't want to. Say you touch could touch the people. people. Yeah, that, but that's the type of. You shit might that, touch the people. Uh, you might touch. Let's shake the hands. You of may people. touch a, a woman. No, I will shake the hands of women for, and thank them for be, coming out. It would to be the consensual. Shows. Of course, I'm saying. Yeah, that. shake the hands. Yeah, that's okay. what I'll do. Consensual handshakes. All right. Um. So yeah, 2022. More cities coming. More shows coming. We got a lot of things visually. We're gonna be bringing soon. Um. So yeah, just thank you to everybody that came out these last two shows and supported. It was it was great. Had a lot of fun with y'all, and um, looking forward to seeing more of y'all soon. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's the ginger beard man. That is I. I'm all, and uh, we'll see y'all soon. We'll talk to y'all soon. Be safe, have fun, and uh, love. Love is love. No, 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 Bro, I swear to God, bro, I remember. Walking out the house, walking down the street, finna go around my boy's house, wherever I'm going, go around my cousin's house. Bro, just thinking, bro, cuz, just like, damn, bro, I wish we had, like, 
Like, bro, damn, bro, I wish I had somebody pull up on me and just throw me something, throw me a dub, throw me a, like, damn, bro, I wish, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. I just, bro, like, I don't know, bro. It's like, I just remember all this shit, everything, like, the sleeping on the floor, the, my partner's day situation is the, just everything. So it's like, I just be thinking to myself, like, bro, do some shit you ain't never did. I mean, do some shit for somebody that ain't, you ain't never, nobody did, never did shit for you. Right. Now, I mean, my whole thing be just to give, bro. Right. You know what I mean? Because you listen to me, Roger, be like, right, nobody never gave me shit. I ain't never this, or that, or this. So me, I just be like, bro, shit, me do that shit for somebody. You know what I mean? Like, that's some first, dope shit. I, want, I was going to give somebody 100000 but I had to think about that shit. And it was like, man, bro, you give that one person that 100000 it's cool. But, bro, that's on the one shot. And there's one, like, that one person getting that 100000 And, like, bro, split it up, bro, and give away 25000 to four different people. <laughs>